Monty can't keep talking about anime. We, we need to stop them. Stop them. God damn it. I'll stop when you pry my body pillow from my cold, dead thunder thighs. Oh, God. Oh, God. Monty, you do not have thunder thighs. How Fuck, how do we start this after that shit? <laughs> hey, well, this doesn't have to be in the recording. I know, I know, but I don't. My brain is gone now. <laughs> Shit, how start podcast? Hello and welcome to Hell of a Game. It's a D and D podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Casey Jarms. This is session zero. We're not actually playing the game today. We're introducing the show and all the characters and stuff and the concept. Everyone, say your names. Should we introduce our characters as well, or...? You see, this is the type of things I should have thought about in the weeks I've been planning this. Improvise, adapt, overcome. Okay, Akash. Akash is first in alphabetical order on the Discord chat thing. Hello, uh, I'm Akash, and I'm playing Cared. Wait, should we also say our pronouns? Sure, sure. He, him, for Casey, the dungeon master. He, they, for Akash. I am Michael... Uh, he? That sounded so dumb. Uh, I'm playing Norix. He. 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 He, he, he. Cast warning you, Casey, if you need help editing audio, I can do that, because with us, it's going to be a lot of work. That's true. There's going to be a <laughs> lot of editing. <laughs> you picked the worst group. Oh, jeez. There's going to be a bonus episodes where it's just going to be all of my curse content. Oh, God. Yeah, a bit of backstory about us. We've been playing D&D together for a while, and we're a good group. And I'm like, hey, we should start a podcast. That might be fun. I've got a good campaign idea. And it is taking every fiber of my being not to call these people by their names in a different campaign. Who were we? Jordan. We was on Jordan. Yes, it is me, Jordan. And my pronouns are he, they, and I'm playing Wrench. I guess it's my turn. Hello, my name is Monty. I go by any pronouns and I will be playing Nicola Brandt. So, as you're probably going to get from hearing the basic gists of all these characters, all of these people are in hell. This Dungeons and Dragons campaign takes place in hell, which is why the title is called Hell of a Game. It's what we in the business call a pun. So, the basic overall idea of the campaign, and I'll go into the specifics in a bit, is wacky races in hell. This is a homebrew campaign. We're not doing any official sourcebook campaign, although I should note that it's drawing heavily from Descent into Avernus, because that's the sourcebook that gave us crazy Mad Max hell machines called Inferno War Engines. And when I saw that, I'm like, hey, it'd be cool if there was like a big cannonball run style race in a bunch of those. That'd be a good podcast. So let's meet our racers on our main racing team. Are we just introducing the name now? Are we going through our race and our class? Uh, I'd bit of say race, class, like the sort of gist, like I'm an assassin who ended up in hell after being betrayed by a friend. Wow, that does sound like a lot like me. Okay. Yeah, that's like everybody's character. You gotta be a bit more specific than that, Casey. Well, <laughs> not everybody glances at Monty. Why am I not surprised? Oh, yeah. no. When my character was a young boy, his father took him to the city to see the marching band. No, shut up, shut up. That's the only music available in hell, but it's all like 
really, really bad, highly processed MP3 recordings that keep cutting out. That's the only way to listen to it. The normal MCR recordings are my hell. The only music available in hell is Kids Bop. That's heaven, what do you mean? My kids are listening to Kids Bop, fuck you. The only music- Children go to hell, absolutely. Is Kids Bop covers of Panic at the Disco. Yes, that's canon now. What, that children go to hell? All of them. Well, some of them. The really bad ones. What does a kid have to do to end up in hell? (laughs) Turns out I'm playing a child character. I'm six years old. Oh, no. Akash is a little baby. Who are you actually playing? Okay, I am playing Cared. They are a kind of seafoam green water genasi, around average height and slenderish build. They have these deep blue eyes and this medium length hair that matches their eyes. They wear a well put together but kind of simple and elegant like pure white tunic and trousers over which they wear this like really well made white leather armor. Gloves and boots are uh, made of black leather and his cloak is a deep very very dark crimson red. On his side he is carrying a rapier at his hilt he's about 36 but he carries it pretty well you get the sense that this person cares about their appearance and how they come across and if we get a little bit into just teasing the backstory i come from a city a whole lot like venice called Doran, and I have been a mercenary and an assassin and just a general cut purse and murderer and mercenary since I was a child, really. And I'm waking up in hell after waking up as my throat was slit by a friend. Closer to the friend, really, a protege, a right-hand person. And I'm getting up very fucking confused. And that's, that's me. So, I'm playing Wrench, and Wrench is a Warforged, and he is, in Warforged fashion, very tall and very big, at about 6 foot 10. He has kind of interesting features for a Warforged. He almost looks like a metal tiefling. He has ram horns on his head and the bovine-style legs, and even a infernal-esque tail, all made of metal. On top of that, he has spikes on the top of his head going down his back, pretty much right to where his tail reaches. In terms of clothes, he pretty much just has some cloth pants that are tattered and destroyed, and goggles. He has some very interesting looking gauntlets. They envelop his hands, but leave the fingers kind of, they don't cover the fingers, and you can see like almost a tube of energy on each of the gauntlets, and the energy just kind of surges through the tube. I just realized one thing I totally skipped over is he is made of infernal iron. Ooh, glow-in-the-dark hell metal, which sends the souls of people you kill with it to hell, which... I don't really know how that works if you're already in hell. They just get sent back to the entrance. Super hell. <laughs> yeah, they go to yeah, super just... hell. Super hell. Yeah, but what happens if you get sent there and then kill someone? Is there a super duper hell? Absolutely. <laughs> There's infinite layers. You create the hell paradox. What is that, the abyss? Actually, yeah, the abyss. It keeps getting deeper and deeper yes. and deeper. But as a 
I guess quick backstory. Wrench was an experiment, a experimental weapon specifically, that, well, he managed to escape his creators and ended up in Avernus, trying to find his way out of the nine layers of hell. I've got Norix, a Dampier rogue. He is very pale and covers most of his body with his clothing, preferring not to be seen by anybody, because if people see his face, then they can recognize him when he goes to kill him. In life, a devil cursed him with an otherworldly hunger, and eventually he died, and the curse dragged him down into Avernus. He did manage to steal his life back from the devil, but even though he's now alive again, he's still stuck in Avernus, looking for a way out. And that is his reason for coming and joining this race. Okay, and only one character left. All right. So... Nicola Brandt is more of a beefish character around 1920s, just growing into adulthood, tiefling barbarian. He grew up reading stories of up top heroes and monsters being vanquished, and it provided a sort of light at the end of a tunnel, a, a reason to keep on going despite being in the nth layer of hell. Uh, when he heard about the race, he knew he had to soup up something real nice uh, as far as infernal machines go, so he went to the junkyard to pick up something special. He ended up finding what he was looking for, but not in the way he expected. After coming into contact with a mysterious energy source of sorts, he was left with wild strains of magic flowing within him. In a sense, he became like the heroes he read about. And so we have our four protagonists. A betrayed assassin, a warforged built to be a weapon, a cursed thief who stole back his soul, and a wannabe hero born in hell. And those are some really good character ideas. Like, I think consistently when each of you told me your basic ideas, I was like, hell yes, this will be cool. Hell yes. Oh my God. Oh God. We're go <laughs> Is this just going to be saying hell every other word? Well, this is going to turn mean, into has-been hotel jokes. You can bet your soul on it, Casey. Anyone who mentions that show is going to take a d6 of damage. No, this show's going to delve into that one Percy Jackson scene where they just say damn a bunch because they're at the Hoover Dam. I guess you could say that the leader of that <laughs> team is one hell of a boss. I think we make one hell of a team. God damn it. You can't make the same pun twice. That's a different one. That was a song. It's not. <laughs> Shut up, I'm addicted to these. I named the show this. I brought this shit on myself. Yes, you did. So, where this campaign takes place, it takes place in the Nine Hells, an afterlife in D&D filled with devils that really sucks. It's just the worst. No one wants to be there. You want to get out. More specifically, it takes place on Avernus, the highest level of hell, the one closest to the mortal world. And even more specific than that, it's going to take place in a small province of Avernus I'm calling Hera. Now... Harrow, it's just this inhospitable desert. The sky is red. The air tastes of smog. Everything is dead. It sucks. It's hell. Literally. And you're all in Harrow for various reasons when you see television screens across the province that are there 
only for announcements like this. Like, there's no good TV in hell. Actually, there's reality TV, but only reality TV, I'm going to say. So all these TV screens come on, and you see this man with gray skin and antlers poking out of his hair. He has golden eyes and a goatee, and he's lying on a couch wearing a purple bathrobe. And he's, like, eating grapes, but in that really douchebag way that you see rich dudes in cartoons do, where he's, like, holding them over his head and just, like, munching them as they come close. And he's going to say... Hello, hello, my loyal subjects. I am your eternal supreme leader, Duke Vuittons Telraman, and I have come to make an announcement. I'm bored! Like, oh yeah, let's send all the lawyers and bureaucrats to the same afterlife, that's fun. No, hell's boring, I am bored, I want it to be exciting. So I'm starting up this big, chaotic race through my territory. I'm calling it the Netherworld Grand Cup. And you might be saying, Oh, I don't want to risk my life in a big old race for this douchebag's entertainment. Well, first of all, my minions are going to arrest you for thought crimes. And secondly, I have a good prize. And he, like, waves his arm and the camera pans over to show this circular portal to the city of Baldur's Gate and Faerun, away to the mortal world. That's right, the prize of this race, which will begin in six months, is a way out of this hellhole. I'll announce more rules as the race comes closer. The important thing is that it's actually six stages, each with their own trials and tribulations you must complete. So, anyway, ticket out of hell, big ol' race, go make something fun. Ta-ta! And it ends, and all of you see this, and over the next six months... Well, what does happen over the next six months? How do you guys think the party meets up, and how do you think they get their war machine? I'm giving this to you. Whoa. We don't just meet in a tavern, this is wild. You meet in a hell tavern. <laughs> we meet in hell's kitchen. <gasps> <laughs> so is that a reality show or is it a restaurant? I mean, both. Yeah, I mean, it's primarily a show. I thought this is where Daredevil was from. Wait, hold on. Are we talking about Hell's Kitchen, the neighborhood in New York, or are we talking about Hell's Kitchen, the TV show hosted by Gordon Ramsay? Yes. I didn't even know there was a neighborhood called Hell's Kitchen, I'm gonna be honest. It's both. Okay. So you meet up on a reality show in the hell version of New York. Sure. Give me the details of how this meetup happens. Are you guys actively looking for other people to team up with, or do you just kind of run into each other? How's that going to go? My character, Wrench, would probably have advertised himself as a mechanic. I think Norix would uh, have seen the advertisement and be interested in this person. Either Wrench as in someone who can help him win the race, or Wrench, if that fails, someone who has a lot of things that he can rob. Oh, also, side note, you might notice that a costume Mani are being quiet right now. We use Discord to talk to each other while we do this show, and in Discord you can post images, and they- as soon as I mentioned 
antler demon just antler demon antler demon antler demon they're chanting it they're posting pictures of that one red guy from freaking has-been hotel oh god is hey you don't do alistair dirty like that is that what this goddamn campaign's gonna turn into oh i'm an idiot this is a hell of your own making casey i didn't want to fuck the antler demon that was on you akash you couldn't leave the horny at home. I don't want to fuck him. I was concerned. So you Ren fuck starts him. looking for a team. Nork sees his ad and shows up. Eh, maybe I'll rob him. Maybe I'll team up with him. How do the other two of you get in here? Nicola would probably be trying to beef up his drag racing skills. Yeah, Nicola needs a mechanic, I'm guessing. Nicola needs a brain. Well, all D&D characters do. Well, you don't need a brain if you have somebody else to be smart for you. Hey. Be Nicola's brain. Do it. You won't. Mecha ass pussy. Yeah, Nicola takes up the offer. Okay, and I suppose our last one. How does Cared get into this group? Well, Cared, when they wake up and confused, you know, obviously revenge is on the mind, and they're a violent person. What happens when you like make a move that would kill someone in like the mortal realm? Let's say like you get stabbed in the head. The simple answer is it's not good. Side note, I should note that we're playing fast and loose with actual D&D hell rules in this campaign. I did a lot of research, and I'm throwing some of it out, remixing some of it. The way I'm gonna rule dying in hell is that it destroys part of your soul. And if you're strong enough, you might come back, but you won't come back right. Okay, what is Cared going to do after waking up in hell? Well, first of all, they're confused about what happened, the events that uh -huh. sent them to hell. And then they wake up and they see TV screens around them. Let me tell you, they come from, like, early Renaissance time. They don't know what the fuck is going on. Let me just say, they make a quick fucking dash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. TV, it only exists in hell. Everyone who invented TV gets sent straight down. <laughs> Let's say they see some sort of, like, ride. Like, maybe grouped by some, you know, little band of demons, you know, going around. And he just fucking, you know, massacres this little group. And he fucking takes it. And he's looking for any way out of here. This is before he knows really much about hell. And they're just, they're fucking running amok, trying to get the fuck out of here. They kill people. They cause a fuck ton of property damage. They're doing some Fast and Furious shit, you know, as one does. They've learned how to drift, I guess. And at some point, it grows futile. It's a point where they cannot obviously get out of hell in a normal fashion. And they come back, and they're tired and exhausted, and they just soak in hell as best they can. And, and in that way, I mean learning about it and, of course, paying attention to the TV screens, which freak them the hell out earlier. And they learn a little bit. They had the right idea, kind of, at the beginning. A race, a vehicle of some sort. Get the fuck out of here. But it's a little more official than that. And the thing is, Care doesn't know the first thing about vehicles. Care does not a mechanic-minded water genasi. Not at all. They know stab. They know steal. They know hide. Occasionally, they might have to intimidate someone. But that's about it. And they go looking around for the toughest motherfuckers in hell they can find. Just a group of people who would make a sturdy support system and group of racers when getting out of hell. And I'll say that's how they find the group. They would have run into a few other groups beforehand. And let's say those people were weaklings and they're now dead. And then after trying this a few times, they realize, eh, I guess might as well settle. <laughs> 
Yeah. So I like this. I like how that just went like, oh, I think I'd put an advertisement. Oh, yeah, I'd accept the advertisement. Oh, yeah, I murdered a bunch of people and stole a car. And I just imagine how you meet up with the rest of the group is like, okay, the three of us are going to be a team. Now, all we have to do is a car and then just you drive up blood soaked in a car like, hello, I need mechanic. Yes, exactly, yes. Okay. That sounds good to me. Oh, this is gonna be great. Oh god, somehow I don't know how this didn't occur to me, that if I make a campaign where all the players are people who got sent to hell, that some of you would be really, really bad people. <laughs> well, yeah, of course there's gonna be at least one murder you hobo. quite literally suggested that one of the ways we got here was committed a crime that was so lawfully evil that we got sent here for the afterlife. What did you expect? Okay, so I guess the next thing we need to get ironed out before we do the actual game stuff is, where are you driving? I mean, Infernal War Machine, which you now have thanks to it being stolen and probably still has some corpse blood on it. Oh, which yeah. kind? Cared has taste, let me tell you. If, if it's a kind, it's a kind with style. That's kind of up to you. I've got a link to a PDF. Oh, are we going to make one? Yes, you are. Oh, oh that's cool. Oh. Yes, we're borrowing some rules from the Adventure League campaign, was it? Infernal Pursuits, I'm borrowing their build a war machine stuff. So this war machine, your car, by default, it can hold all of you, it can drive, it can ram into people, you fuel it with souls, which we'll get into once the actual campaign starts, it's got some complicated rules for that. But beyond that, there are a couple upgrades you can make to this basic car to make it work better. You can give it more armor, you can make it a bit faster, you can add in all sorts of weapons like flails, guns, big ol' saws, like, what is this, a thing that shoots acid? And you have a few points to, like, customize this vehicle, so what types of things are you interested in? I very much so like the Infernal Screamer. Ooh, an Infernal Screamer. Oh. That is a weapon that shoots sound at people and does a bunch of damage. A wise choice. So that's one point. And then what else do we want to get? Lightning Flail sounds interesting. Yeah, but also we should look at basic improvements too. Oh, that's true. Oh, durability maybe, even though that's a lot. But it wouldn't be durable or maneuverable. A damage threshold of 15 would help a lot. Damage threshold means, if I remember correctly, that anything under Underneath 15 damage just doesn't actually damage the thing. Damage thresholds are insane. Let's go with durability. Increase the hit points by 50. Okay, so we have one more point. We can get a lightning harpoon. Or we can take the raking scythes. Ooh. We can either have spiked wheels, or we can have a lightning harpoon. Honestly, I think the lightning harpoon might be better because it reduces the speed of a vehicle, and then they need to, like, actually make a check to fix it. Fair. I'm just thinking the raking scythes. There's no to hit. There's no deck save or anything. It's just things take damage that you drive fast. Creatures on the ground, though, so it doesn't hit vehicles. I feel like we do need an anti-vehicle weapon, so I'm leaning towards Lightning Harpoon. Yeah, because, I mean, like, if there's a creature on the ground and, like, they're really that much of a problem, we can just run them <laughs> over. I mean, yeah, that's the solution. Yeah, 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 it is. 
So, from what I've gathered, you'd like to increase the car's armor so it has more hit points and a higher damage threshold. And also adding in two weapons. One shoots a blast of sound at people, and the other is a harpoon that shocks people. Yeah, that seems about right. Awesome. Now that we have the mechanics of the car, how's this going to look? What's this car going to be? How are you styling it? A Honda Civic. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler or no spoiler? Oh, spoiler. It's a really nice, comfortable car with air conditioning in hell. No, no, no. I've got it. Have you guys seen the meme of the Swiss Army tank? No. Yes. Yes, I have seen this. Basically. (laughs) It's very good. For all of you listeners out there, the Swiss Army tank is like a Swiss Army knife, but a tank. So the tank treads and the guns are just pointing out every which way from the top. Oh, I see. I see. I found that image. Can we name it now? You need to actually decide what it's going to look like. It's not going to look like a Honda Civic. Oh, come on. No. How about a Prius? I mean, it's up to you. I have no say in this matter. Well, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter that much how it looks. It's not exactly we, we can show people what it looks like. Yeah, but it's cool if you drive into battle in a tank or a Honda Civic or a golf cart. We just have a Mack truck. We can work on that in between sessions. Well, if we're still ironing out what the vehicle looks like, I suppose the second question is, what you gonna call this thing? Boo. Gotti. Uh, no. no. <sighs> it was at this moment that everybody decided that inviting Monty to the campaign was probably a bad idea. Due to some sudden scheduling conflicts, Monty said to leave forever. <laughs> no, we're not even gonna, like, sugarcoat it. We're just gonna say we kicked them out. Due to some strange Discord issues, Monty was no longer able to join the server. It was a shame. Not really. Due to some Discord errors, Monty disappeared from the face of the Earth. His family will surely miss him. Well, does anyone have a better name than the Bugatti? Any name is better than the Bugatti. I agree with that. I'm pulling up the greatest source book known to man for vehicle names in a spooky atmosphere. Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf wiki. Oh, shit. I mean, that is what this is. Why don't we call it Brimstone? I like that, actually. That is a cool Brimstone's name. Brimstone's a really good name. What if we name it a bad out of hell? I think those are better than Boner Bomber. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? So we're, we're debating between Brimstone and a, a bad out of hell? Yeah. I like Brimstone a lot more. Yeah. I, I, I can get behind Brimstone. I support Brimstone just because it's short and catchy and, like, snappy. So we do Brimstone for this car, and then if we ever make a second, we call it Fire. So they're Fire and Brimstone. Yes! So we got our car, we're naming it Brimstone. It either looks like a tank or a Honda Civic. We haven't decided yet. Honda Civics are tanks. Well, fair enough. No, they are not. <laughs> and this car, six months after the announcement goes up, it pulls up to the starting line of the Netherworld. What is this called? Gotta keep checking notes. It pulls up to the starting line of the Netherworld Grand Cup. And you just see around you hundreds of other racers who are all vying for this ticket out of hell. And you're gonna run into some obstacles over the course of this campaign. And I am so pumped. We're gonna have a hell of a time. Okay, that's the end of the episode. Nope, nope, we're done now. We ruined it. The campaign's over. Oh shit. We canceled. Gandhi's actually in hell now. I am hell.
And so we're pulling up to the starting line. This was a mistake. <laughs>